0: we move to part two of a very familiar passage of scripture of the three Hebrew boys. And as we uh, look at it, I think it's very important for us to understand the dynamics and make some personal applications in the course of it. My purpose is not to tell a story. But my my prayer is that we see what's going on in these guys' life, and I hope that I make the proper analyzations and and uh, notations, that we, and I trust the Spirit to speak to your hearts. You. Let's follow the word of prayer first. Father, leading guide us now, thank you for our time together. Thank you for the insights that you gave me. There's more than just three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the um the Persian name that they have given them, Lord, um, the Babylonian name that they have given them. But, Lord, I just thank you for that, and I thank you, Lord, for uh, their stand. Now, help us to, to make that transition of how is this powerful for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction for the man of God? And so, Lord, help us to see it and process it and apply it to our lives. Speak to our hearts, Lord. That's what it's all about Thank you that we're in a place that we can do that with all all of the un- unnecessary distractions. What in Jesus name we pray and all the saints said, Amen. Amen. So we uh, go to Daniel and, and the, our uh, sermon topic this morning is what? J- just say no. Um, sometimes it's hard to say it. my question is, why is it that you don't say no? Just say no, just say no. And as we go through the text, then, um, this guy, this, he represents King Nebuchadnezzar. And of course, our, in our review, the tens. remember? Now, if you are ready, because of course, they, uh, somebody told him that they did not bow down and everything else, so he's highly upset. We left off last week where uh, King Nebuchadnezzar is now really angry. It's a face-to-face uh, uh, confrontation. All these people standing around, and it's confrontation. Here is one of the most powerful kings in the area, and here are three Hebrew slaves standing him face-to-face and will not bow down to his statue that he had made. He says, if you're ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, the pipe, the lyre, the uh, trigon, the harp, the bagpipe, and every kind of music to fall down and worship the, the image that I have made, well and good. The choice. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. The challenge. And who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? You know it would be good for him. But he didn't use that little statement. See, uh, you don't want a God to show up on. You. Don't let God have to show up on you. Okay, <laughs> it's one thing to make a challenge, but uh, I was I was looking at this this movie that's with uh, Denzel and uh, and he was an angel, and this guy uh, uh, took the book and threw it into the fire. And when he threw it into the fire, Denzel said, ooh, you know. And this, this is one of these moments where he said, ooh. See, a lot of times when God shows up, does not mean he's going to kill you. And then we'll walk you through this. We're going to show you what God, there's some time that God shows up. But one thing, one thing when he does show up, you, you're going to say hallelujah when he leaves. Okay. Amen. So, so uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Boy, I can hear the folks saying, woo, you know. <laughs> if this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, he will deliver us out of your hands, O king. But if not, we've settled the worst case scenario. Always good to settle the worst case scenario. If not, if he doesn't do it, be it known to you, O king. Now, they're still polite, do not they? <laughs> Be it known to you, O king, we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Whoa, now something, they thrown down the gauntlet here. Now, now, here's the king, what are the king gonna do? you talking about the king. All these provinces and, and uh, all these governors and all of them saying, whoa, this is some bad talk from these guys. Pondering the term, but possessing the boldness to address any situation that is in conflict with the Word of God, and responding with one word that is universally understood. What is it? No. Just say no. We ought to obey our government to the point where. It's, but when it comes down to things that conflict with the Word of God, what are we supposed to do? Say. When our friends, it's okay to hang out with friends, but when there are things that you know that if Jesus Christ was sitting there, he would not approve of it. So what are you supposed to do? Say what? No. The moment that you compromise it, then the problem is not with your friends. It's a spiritual problem. So so what happens here is that um, this King Nebuchadnezzar, we were observing the king that demanded everyone bow down to that statue which he had made and worship it. The consequences for disobeying was immediate and painful death. In that moment, three words can best describe the scene the command of the angry king, and the outrage and the commitment of the Hebrew, the courage, I'm sorry, the courage of the commitment of the um, Hebrew uh, men. Are ready? Their commitment to the Ten Commandments far exceeded the command of an emotional king who God had sovereignly placed on the throne. God put that king there, didn't he? So when the king told him to bow down to, now God have already said, they already know the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not have any other God before me. So if they bow down to this king, they have a bigger problem. They will physically bowed down to this king, but already spiritually bowed, uh, bowed down and disobeyed God. Make sure you don't mess up in the spiritual realm, or you sure enough messed up. They said, we will not bow down. They didn't go through all of the, the ramifications of it, but we have the law of Moses. Thou shalt not have no other God before me. We, are, we will not go down just because you have some tall statue up there in the middle of the valley. And you tell everybody else, and you're going to kill them. And God put you in, in, in position in the first place. No, we will not bow down. I don't care how tough this nation or this government become if it violates our rights as believers. If it goes against the word of God, we, the word is just say what? Yes, there are consequences, and something else I want you to understand: the consequences are real. One child said, "The consequences are real." <laughs> okay, the consequences are real. Whatever it is, is subject to hurt you. It's, it's, it's subject to put you out there. But it's not what's going to hurt you on the outside. It's what's going to hurt you on the inside. So you settle first, I will not, I don't care what I go through, I will not worry about what's going to happen to me on the outside because I'm going to be faithful on the inside. I wish that we get to the point of doing something like that in our lives. I wish that we have that intestinal fortitude just to say no. At least you have a reputation of saying, well, at least we know what he's going to say. He's going to say no. We go on. Consider this. Trying to take the middle of the ground is an automatic loss because inwardly it is an obvious struggle to hold on to two rulers when there's only one, God. Pondering the term. Saying no is possessing the God given boldness to address any situation that is in conflict with the will and word of God and responding with one word that is universal, no. Repeating it to you. Thinking about this, it is impossible to have the, uh, the courage to say no to the external pressure around us when we hesitate, ignore, and neglect, and say no to the spiritual uh, idols and hindrances in our lives. You understand what I'm saying here? We have some hindrances in our own lives that we're not saying no to. So we know that, So Satan knows you're not going to say no to the physical because you're still struggling in the areas of, of the physical. We know that we should say no because there are times when we're supposed to be spending time with God and we don't. I don't want you to raise your hands because guess what? There was a time that I really struggled with that. see? I had to set up an accountability, and I had Kevin Thomas to, to, uh, to uh, every Sunday. When I saw a brother come toward me, I knew that I better had the right answer because he's going to ask me, did you, you know, did you? And I didn't want to be guilty. So I had to say no to some things that I know that were hindering me. What's keeping you? What's keeping you from really saying no to the inner things that really keep you from really walking with God? They had the intestinal fortitude to say no. So here's our outline. We've gone through number one, the challenge, uh, the conflict, we went through that, the commitment. We have two more, and they, these are the ones we're addressing this morning the consequences, 19 to 23, and then the critical change. We have a lot to cover, so let's hit those two. Ready? The consequences. As we talk about the consequences, then, here, here's what, here, here, here we go. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury, and and the expression of his face was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the the, the furnace heated up seven times more than it was usually heated. That man was angry, wasn't he? And he ordered some of the mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their cloaks and their tunics and their hats and their other garments, and they were thrown into the burning, fiery furnace. That's what you get for saying no. Don't you say no to the king. You'll be thrown into the fire. Don't you? That's, that's what you get for saying no to, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, to the world and what the world is saying. You, you'll go through something. You'll lose something. You'll lose your insurance and lose your job. Don't you do that or you're going to lose all of that. Oh, of course. You see, sometimes the heat gets seven times hotter when you say no. Yes, it does. And we're so, fr- we're so <laughs> scared of the heat <laughs> that we're not aware of the air conditioner. <laughs> but we, we'll get there in a minute. So, what happens is this because the king's order was urgent and the furnace overheated, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Whoa. And these three men, and Abednego, uh, Meshach and Abednego, fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. Boy, I can imagine the king saying, yeah, I got him now. And there are two major observations we need to consider, understand, and apply to our, our lives. Related three. The consequences of the fire was real, and their response guaranteed their death. All they had to say was, yes. God permits the hostile reaction to our commitments, but keep in mind that we are vessels designed for the storms in life. L- let, me, let me say, see, when you, when you think about the dis- disciples when they were in the boat, and the boat was filling up with water, and Jesus, and they were saying, Jesus, don't you care that we, we perish? They didn't, under- they didn't understand. Guys, don't you understand this boat was built for, for the pressure. Don't you understand that this boat was built for the storms? Don't you understand that this is a special boat and I have some, I didn't choose you to drown in the water? Why are you so worried about the water? If I'm sleeping, you should be resting. But you're so busy looking at what was going to happen to you that you didn't understand that what was pres- in your presence all the time. I was resting in the storms. It's important for us to understand that whatever you're going through, God has prepared you for that storm. You, you won't, if you're going to die, it's because God wants you to die. Okay? So don't be afraid of dying. You're going to die. So forget, you can, all right, just, just mark that out. Just repeat, repeat that to me, okay? I will, I will die. die. Yeah. That's, that's a fact, okay? Uh, and I don't believe you because I, I believe every one of you when you said that. Because it's appointed unto man once to die, and after that, judgment. So all of us are going to die. So so whether it's going to be in your sleep, whether you trip over a chair and, and fell off, fall down the steps, or or you just get choked on chicken bone, I don't care what it is, it's going to happen. So don't be worried about death. That's how you die. Make sure that when you do die, you're standing on the promises of God. Make sure that when you get ready to go into the flame, at least you you, you you're going, let them throw you in, but let them throw you in bound, and you're still saying, no, no. <laughs> and I, that's, that's the type of intestinal fortitude that God is looking for in our lives. That's what he's looking for. So as we move on, observation. When, when that happened, notice the reaction of the king when his command was rejected because of someone greater than himself. He was, let's read it together. What? He was dressing up his face, Expression of his face changed. He ordered the furnace to be seven times hotter. He ordered some mighty men to be cast, Shastrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be tossed into the furnace. He observed him going into the flame. That's what you get for saying no to me. Don't you ever say no to me. Let everybody know. I'm, I'm never Canaanite. No, you're going to say no to me, not bow down to my God. Watch these guys burn in the flame. And only any of, of you dare bow down to, uh, not bow down to my, my image that I have made. I made this image, and, I, and I'm the big honcho in town. You better bow down. At least that's what it sounds like. But it's not, but always wait for the next the next uh, scene, okay? What happens in the midst of it? Second, the commitment of these three young men was confirmed by their courage and willingness to die rather than bow down. Observation. It's not how you go in a situation that makes this case, but how you come out. You know, if you're gonna make a case If you say no, um, sometimes, understand, it will get rough. That's the type of world we live in. Understand, we're in a war zone. Being in a war zone means that when you say no to a hostile world standing on the promises of God, expect the storms. Remember remember what the Lord was saying that he that, when you stand on the word of God, when you believe the word of God, that I will consider you as a man who is standing on a rock. And he says, when the rain falls, and when the wind blows, and when the storm. See, in other words, just because you're standing on a rock does not mean the rains do not come, nor the winds will not blow, or the floods will not, but it's what happens afterwards. He said, but when all of that have come, because this too shall pass. But, but when all of that have come, when the winds have blown and all of this, then see what's, what, what, is, what does it look like afterwards. Are they charcoal or what? So we go on to this, the critical change. And we, we find here something I find very important. When you pass through the waters, I'm going to, to run some verses to you before we get into the actual verse. When you pass through the waters... I will be with you. That's Jehovah Shammah. Through the rivers, they shall not what? Overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, they shall not be what? burn, And the flame shall not what? Consume you. I am what? The Lord your God. The Holy One of Israel. Your Savior. I just want you to know one thing while you're going into the fire. I am your God. And I am your Savior. You keep that in mind as you go in, and you'll be saying hallelujah when you come out. <laughs> Amen? Sometimes, sometimes we have to keep that consistency of mind, but we so get overwhelmed with, with the circumstances that we, we forget about that. Whenever any of us are going through something, please listen. The first thing you check is your attitude. Okay? Not what's happening on the outside. Check how you're thinking on the inside. He said, Lord, am, am I trusting God? Am I standing on the promises of God? Am I bent out of shape? Am I worried? Why am I worried when he told me not to worry? Why am I not casting all my cares upon him because he told me that he cares for me? Why is it that I don't have perfect peace? Because I know that if I have perfect peace, that means that I trust in him. So if I don't have perfect peace, that means that I'm not trusting in him. So these guys are, saying, are doing something. Then didn't Psalm, uh, uh, Twenty three four says, "The what? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not mourn. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my souls. The, the Lord He leaves me past my soul. He leads me beside the you know, still oh, You say." Even though I walk through the valley of the shadows of did I say that again? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow, one more time, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, what would happen? I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they come. Three things will happen when God shows up. He will get your attention. (laughs) Okay. Now, each time I'm going to use the verse, just the verse to to back that up. Okay. The first thing he'll do, he'll do what? He'll get your attention. Let me, let me prove the point. Why do you say what your burden of proof? Here's a burden of proof. Bam. Then the king, Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste and he declared to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the fire? And they answered and said, king, true O king you know those guys are yes men anyway you know then he answered and said behold but i see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt and their appearance of the fourth is like the son of the gods he'll get your attention <laughs> what they he expected them to be burned but here they're walking around and then all of a sudden there's a little something, something in there that more than they anticipated. They watch that now. They see God God made a showing this time when God, not, not an angel, not the angel of the Lord, but the Lord steps in and he starts walking around with them. When thou passest through the waters, you know, I will be with thee. I'm so glad that God is right there, whether you accept it or not, whether you feel. Feel it or not, it's a fact. God is there. Jehovah Shama. When you go through the storms, the pitiful thing is you don't reap the benefit of the peace because you don't believe it. Not because God is right there. He, you don't re- reap the benefits. But now when God makes a showing, the first thing was is that he'll do what? He will get your attention. He'll do what? He'll attention. Okay, let's go to the next one then. He will what? Oh. Now watch this. Then King Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fire furnace. And he declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the fire. And the satraps and the, the prefects and the governors and the king, the counselors, uh, uh gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power. Oh, the bodies of those men. The hair of their heads was not sensed. The cloaks were not harmed. And no smell of fire had come upon them. They were looking and smelling good. <laughs> coming out. They had them bound going in. But when God comes, see, whenever God steps in, you can always coming out looking good. See, it's my prayer that you have that Testimony. And guess what? He wants you to have a consistent testimony. To have a consistent testimony, understand something. You had to go through consistent storms. I don't want the storm. Please understand, you will have storms. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But he delivered them out of them all. Oh, we're going to go through. That's why he says, when. He didn't say if. He says, when thou passest through. Or you're going to go through some stresses, And when the stresses come, it's going to get some things that really will push your button. It says, now when you go through it, understand who you're connected to. So when you come out of it, you look good. You don't smell like what you came out of. And everybody knows it. They'll know that God showed up in your life. And all you can say is, praise the Lord. Amen? I'll just praise the Lord for that. And so. We move to the next one. I said, here's his, his third one. Ready? He, he will change your mind. When God shows up, he will change your mind. You remember how that frown on his face and everything else? And uh, you know, and throwing him into the fire and everything else. and Because then bow down. Well, now, now let's see what his conversation is. Come on up now, King. Let's see what you have to say in front of all these people. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed. It. Blessed. It. Be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who have sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him and set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any God except their own God. That's his testimony. He said, I got a testimony. Y'all listen up. Bless it. And he says, My testimony is based on their convictions. That's what, isn't, that, isn't that so? It says, who trusted in him, set aside the king's command, and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own. Praise God. And the Lord is saying, that happened then. Can I count on you today? Oh, you're going to have different circumstances on your job and, and and with friends and relationships. Can I count on you that when you go through the storms, you don't look like the storm, the wreckage of the storm. You're going to look a little bit different. You'll be walking out looking good. <laughs> You'll be looking like God. You'll look like God's child, brother. You'll be looking good. That's what he wants. That's why. That's what children of light does, will, will look like when, it, when this happens, okay? And... Um, The king's personal testimony, he blessed the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, He uh, uh, acknowledged their miraculous deliverance. He acknowledged their courage and commitment. He acknowledged their sacrificial offering of their own bodies. That's with his own mouth. Did God twist his arm? Did God cause anything to happen to him? He just gave him a show and tell situation. <laughs> you, you, you see, matter of fact, you see, he asked the question, "What God or whose God?" And all God and God didn't have to say a thing. He just showed up, and when he showed up, he showed out, and when he showed out, he changed the mind of the people. Won't you live a life so God can show out in your life, man? Eh? <laughs> Won't you live a life so that when He starts doing some things in your life? That others can see and their minds are changed. And they can't refute the fact that you're a person that walked with God. What a testimony. You know, um, you don't have to walk around with a a little band, what would Jesus do and all these other things, you know. They just look at your life and know you walk with the Lord. You walk with the Lord. He acknowledged their loyalty. Praise the Lord. And so, uh, the king's proclamation. Therefore, I make a decree. Oh, he's making another decree now. Any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn to limb from limb to limb, and their house laid in ruins. For there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. Wow, and all these guys—all they had to say was "no." <laughs> that, that's all. <laughs> all you had to do is be right in the Word and, and say "no," and God says, "I got this." And when you do it, don't do it with an attitude. You know, some of us will say "no" and you have a nasty attitude when you say it. And you say it, "no" in the name of Jesus. No, no, just, just say no, be courteous and let God work with the no in your life. Just say no. No. There's some things that individuals will come to, um, to, to try to get you to do or to say and all you have to say is no. No. You don't have to explain. Just say no. Well, The king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, wrapping it up. Daniel, then the king promoted, Daniel 3.30, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. One last thing. Standing on the promises of God is not a nice word to consider, but a life choice design. To make a difference. I, I trust in just this moment that we had to talk. I trust that um, you uh, see what happened to these, these guys. It's not just a story about the three Hebrew boys. It's not just a song. These guys, uh, if you read it a little bit further, I want to challenge you to read just, just a chapter or two uh, ahead of that when they were captured says god gave them gifts abilities that they would flourish so they knew god and god uh promoted them and then guess what they got another promotion something else did you notice all the all the haters he said no one better say anything against them or their gods that put down all the haters too right so you don't, have to, you don't have to frown at the people who said it and everything. God take, when God does it, he does a thorough job. Let God handle this. You don't have to get revenge. The Lord says, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I will repay. All you have to say is no. So it's the areas in our lives, as we wrap these things up, it's the areas in our lives inwardly that we have to say no to. So that God can have his way in your life. There are things that keep us from really walking with the Lord. Whether it's issues in our lives or or circles of influences or I I don't know what it is. You know what it is. And God's been talking, the Holy Spirit's been dealing with you over and over and over again. I want full reign in your life. And yet it's still you haven't, you've been saying no to God and saying yes to the world. And you want him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. He's coming soon. And it's my desire, my heart's desire. The Lord knows my heart. My heart's desire is that each one of you when you stand before the Lord in my heart for Don Racket too (laughs) that I stand before him knowing that I said no to the right person not the wrong. That I didn't say no to God but I said no to those things that kept me from being all that I should be. Some of us think I want to also challenge our young folks. I consider myself blessed to be the age that I am. But God has not promised any of you the length of days. The bullet that happened yesterday or today hit that person. It might be you today. I don't know. God has a set time for each one of us. And the time that he set for us and the things that we should be doing, we should find out what it is and say, Lord, they had a song in the, at Emory Avenue Church of God is, is your all on the altar? Is your all on the altar? My challenge to you is, is your all on the altar? And if it's not to say, Lord, I want to have my all on the altar today. I want you that in the storms of my life, at times when I don't understand, it seems like I'm all alone. That I know within my heart, when I stand on your promises, you'll show up. When times it seems like I'm crying and it seems like no one understands, I know one thing. I know my Redeemer liveth. I know that he loves me. I know that he cares. And I'll remember what Ephesians says. In having done all, I'll just do what? Stand. Yeah. And my challenge to you is, uh, if you're still dealing with those areas that keep you from doing that, I would like to pray for you this morning. Would you stand? Let me pray for you. Because if you haven't gone through the storms yet, you will be. I would like to pray for you. God knows your heart. God knows what you're going through. God knows the challenges. Oh, yes, we, 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 we know. God already has the answer. A lot of times, God can't bless us because we're so stopped up with stuff. And either you're with him Or you're struggling against him. And the Bible says, grieve not the Holy Spirit, whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption. And then to others, this might be a normal day to you, my heart goes out to. Because this normal day might be your last day. That God gives you a chance to get your act together and you say in your heart, no. Then what else can God do? You're not a robot. I'd like to pray for you. I stand with you because there's other things in my life that Don Rackett needs to say no. I'm still, I'm not talking from a position of perfection. I'm, I'm, I wanna make sure that when I come out of the fires and the floods and everything else, It makes God look good. So Lord, I just pray right now. For the dear ones who are standing. And where they are in their lives. You have here exactly who you want here. And it's like. um, It's like rain falling. Sometimes. Rain don't hit all of the spots, but some hit it on, hit on real dry ground. That that's all it needed to grow. And so, Lord, I pray for the saints. I pray for their hearts. I pray for their level of commitment. I pray for, them. when I say them, Lord, I pray for myself also. We do some immediate evaluation and we even walk out that door to see people pass by and understand each one of those, everybody has to stand before you. It's just a matter of time. And help us to be found standing on the promises of God. So that we don't have to broadcast it like the king says. Didn't I see? But now I see. Lord, may they see in our lives you taking in complete control of our lives. The Holy Spirit being able to touch their hearts and cut in on the lights. And there might be one who do not know Christ as their Savior. Help them understand it's not through baptism. It's a relationship of admitting the fact that I'm a sinner Jesus Christ died for my sins. I believe it. I receive it. And ask that you make me a part of your family. Forgive me. Lord, I pray that they will do just that. Thank you for what you're going to do. Great is your faithfulness. Boys, in Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, amen.